Live, baby. Here we go. We're back. We're back. After um, how long? It's been about three years or so? Yeah, 2019. Let's say 2019. I think the last one, uh, last episode we recorded was around August 2019 in Marina del Rey, California. With who? Oh, we were with Calvin. Calvin Corzine. Calvin Corzine. Who else? I just know that because I looked, it was like the most recent thing mm-hmm. on my on my website ah uh, we've had a few conversations then um it was fun it was a good trip mm-hmm. and now now we're back on uh you know evolved and uh, with a bit of a of a different approach same people um similar concepts similar styles both of us are are expecting to have kids uh, at the same time mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Two boys. Two boys. Uh, how's your wife feeling? She's good. She looks pregnant now. She got so she was away for a few days, and then when she got home, she looked like it really blew up. You know. <laughs> nice. I don't know if that's I'm the sorry. right way to say that. Well, you know, um, it's it's a natural process. <laughs> it's a healthy process. Oh yeah. Of, ex- of expansion to. Um, kangaroo another try another person um internally my wife is uh you know it's growing also um i'm enjoying it more than she does yeah i, I tell her every night like i love those hugs just like feeling the stomach between us <laughs> this is they get further and further away <laughs> this is it's unusual though i just kind of feel this this round big tummy on me i'm just checking my new mic over here yeti x Thank you for the recommendation. I can't take credit for that. That's a uh, Scott Sylvia beige motif recommendation. <laughs> Fantastic. What's the name of his uh, company? It was his new company that he's starting. Yeah, the new project. It's either WavePoint or Wave Theory. I know he did like a little bit of a branding switch, mm. but it's essentially kind of like a Web three music project. That's he's this is legit. He's got he's hired some really awesome. Uh, developers and to, to build out all of his smart contracts and the design's really cool. So he'll, he'll crush it. I'm excited to see it. Cool. Are you um, wanting your, um, Lila quantum right now? Thank you for this beautiful gift. Of course I am inside baby. <laughs> Closer oh. to the heart. So we have two of them here, but only one of the, like, it don't, I had to order an extra necklace and Kelsey <clears throat> last night was like, here, I, I think you need this more than me and took it off of her and put it on me to, uh, last night. What happened last night? Did she said that? I just, you know, yesterday was a bit of a day. I got you. You know, nothing, nothing <sighs> crazy. But, um, all right. I am on day six, five or six. No caffeine. Not that I was, I'm not like a caffeine addict or anything. I, I'm... I don't get headaches or get like jittery or feel sick or anything like that. If I stop drinking coffee, I can, I'll go like weekends without drinking it. But during the week I do really like first thing I wake up in the morning, I'm going, I'm excited to like make my coffee. I usually like do my meditation and all that. And then um, sit down and make like a, a beautiful French press of either Keon or some of Thrive Markets coffee. Um, but I'm off of it. You talked me into not drinking caffeine anymore. I'm going to do a hundred days. I figured that's a fair shot. But my thing is now I wake up in the morning, like today I got up around five 30 
and I usually go to yoga at seven 30. So I'm like around seven, I'll go. Um, so I'm kind of walking around. There's like a big piece of my routine missing this morning. I, I took some four sigmatic and made like a bulletproof four sigmatic drink, basically ghee, coconut oil. And then I think I had the lion's mane one, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, so, so it, tell me, tell me why I should not be drinking caffeine. This is a very unpopular position. Well, let me see you. Let me ask you this question. So you having no withdrawals, uh, day six after drinking coffee about five days a week. Yeah, not, not really. I mean, I also, I have one cup a day, like I'll make one cup and then, um, you know, in my French press, um, mm-hmm. one cup and then maybe like a little bit of extra, I'll dump into a Yeti. So it stays warm and I'll like sip it for a little while after, but yeah, I don't, I don't drink a lot, but I don't feel, I just don't have that extra, you know, it's nice in the morning. You have the coffee and you have that extra little ready to kick ass and take names. Are you feeling the same amount of uh, motivation to kick ass without the coffee? I guess so. I mean, it's not, I don't notice that it's, I don't feel less. I just don't feel more. Let's put it that way. So the, you're not getting the extra kick you are getting uh, when you, when you do have a caffeinated drink, such as coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, everything in terms of like getting stuff done and I am, I'm pretty like regimented. I know exactly what I have to do. It's not like, you know, I haven't had to do anything super creative or, or really like ignite that side of my, my brain in the past week. So I'm just kind of mm-hmm. doing my uh, blocking and tackling so to speak. Um, how much are you thinking about it during the day or in the morning, whenever? In the, the morning, I think days. about it every morning. I think about it. I'm like, shit, I want some coffee. But now it's eleven. I'd be long past that. Uh, that anyway. So it doesn't. It's not even. Not even on my mind. Cool. Um, well, I will get into why I, I'm not. You know, I've been. I don't drink coffee, right? Uh, I was never. I would say a big coffee drinker. I drank coffee. There were there were times where I was drinking. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, a cup every day, and and espressos and such, and even of course the Ditos. Back in Miami, which are full of sugar, give you a, a quite quite a kick, um, mm-hmm. especially around three p.m. when I was working at a at a real estate company, and the the office manager would come around and give a shot to everybody to kind of give them that that afternoon boost. <laughs> um, you know, majorly, I've been I've been, I mean, talking about it for the past couple of weeks because some information. Um, I was, I was presenting some information about caffeine. I mean, I already know this. My wife has been off coffee for a few years now. Uh, but it kind of, you know, it's it's kind of the same information with some more uh, depth has been uh, circulating. One, you sent me an email from, uh, I think, Carnivore MD, Paul Saladino, mm-hmm. about how he has the, also the, this contrarian approach that it, it's, a, it's an overall net negative. Uh, it does have benefits, like a lot of things, you know, I mean, moderation and i think he said it as well you know there's something beautiful about taking a stimulant let's say once a month or or once a week for some people or once every few months i mean it depends on the person i think um as as a as a whole for society you know who are who are drinking coffee and you know usually even at the farmer's market over here and in other ones that i've been to in california i'm living in georgia now the the longest lines in the farmer's market are for pastries and coffee. Um, or do you go to an airport like 
you give it a yeah, seven a.m. fright or I mean, something. It's everything is dead, and then that like Pete's or whatever you, you name it, coffee shop is around the corner. I used to be in that line. How long does it I, take? Like twenty minutes? I don't know, but people will do, and everyone in that line. I'd say I don't want to say everyone. It's a bit of a overreach, but half the people look upset. They're like, I don't want to be talked to. I like nothing mm-hmm. happens until I have that. I was never at that point. But I do love a good, you know, I, I love the, I'm one of those people, I'm very uh, energetic uh, and I like the feeling of being like ramped up, like, hey, let, let's go, let's get something done. I like feeling effective and productive and like I'm accomplishing a lot and coffee does that. Yeah, it, it definitely helps. And, you know, I, I, I'm reminded also of when um, one of my uh, my best friends, Shlomi, his, his mom told me when I visited him in New York, you know, about 20 years ago. And she said, don't talk to me until I have my coffee, you know, when yep. I was uh, staying in their place. She's like, don't don't even talk to me. She was half joking, you know, half being real. She's like, just don't even. Um, which, you know, <laughs> it's, it's points to, you know, uh, a point that, that, that I'm going to make about it is people, it seems like people are tired. They're tired, right? They're they're possibly not getting sufficient and, and good enough sleep to the point that the one they're waking and they're awake, you know, they're waking up and there, there's stuff that they want to do to experience life, whether it's work, hang out with their kids, um, you know, tend to their garden, etc. Um, they don't have the energy, the motivation, um, you know, or the mood, being the mood to do those things. And, and what helps them get into that state is a, is this addiction, right? And, and I'm talking about it as an addiction as I picked up this book called The Addiction-Free Lifestyle right here um, from Ronnie Landis. I met him um, in Austin when we were there. Actually, that, that was the day that he already were gone. And um, it's it's an addiction. I mean, it, you know, we think about addictions, we think about alcohol and drugs, we think about kind of like the, the really you know super detrimental bad situations, but there are all kinds of addictions. You know, and I think coffee is one of them. And it's the it's the body being addicted, the mind being addicted to something. It just wants it to get to a certain uh, state of consciousness, state of mind, mood, etc. So, I mean, the, the dependency, I think, being dependent on something is one not not great. Uh, as we know, a stimulant such as coffee, based on what I've been reading and experiencing, uh, it creates a sympathetic state. Right, so fight or flight for the ones that are not familiar familiar with the with the word sympathetic. There's sympathetic and parasympathetic is kind of the down regulating. You know, the more calm the the states we get to uh, we get into when we meditate or post workouts and such. So, do I, I? I'm personally not a fan of being in a fight or flight mode um, almost at all. Right, so it's only if it's necessary. Um, and I really have to get into it. I, I'll utilize this. Um, what do we call this? Uh, uh, Paleolithic, you know, prehistoric um, part of us. Um, but other, otherwise, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to start my day. You know, and also when when I heard you said like, oh, I would start my co- my day with coffee. Also, no, it's it's dehydrating, right? So uh, there's some dehydration. That wouldn't be empty. That would not be empty though. I would I would always have like a quinton, a glass of hydrogen mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. And then my coffee. I wouldn't go straight to it. Right. And then, um, you know, Polchek also recommends, you know, I've, I've uh, studied with Polchek that, um, Polchek of the Czech Institute, 
that if one is going to have coffee, they want to keep their coffee habit. It's best to have it on, on, you know, first hydration, right? But then some food in the stomach too. So you can absorb to some extent with some food and not have such a strong effect. Um, bullet, when one, like a bulletproof does that, right? Like if with, you have it with fat, if I, if you have coffee with uh, like some fat in it, does that count as being with food? I, I, I think it counts to an extent. I, I don't know, right? I mean, I used to do those. I don't remember as much. I don't think it was in as much uh, in tune as much with my body at the time. Uh, at this point, it, when I have coffee, which is let's say every on average every two or three months, I will definitely have like a big meal before. And usually, I don't want to drink after twelve, right? So we talk about half life and then the disturbances it can have with um, sleep and circadian rhythm. So, I mean, for those reasons, I mean, kind of we talk about circadian rhythm, sleep, fight or flight, dehydration. You know, it doesn't seem to me like a net benefit. I, I get like the boost. And when we used to, to drink coffee, specifically at movement practice um, with Johnny Saponoso back in San Francisco, and he used to make it in community and about to get into a very high level movement session um that a bunch of it requires some some serious mind body connections then like you know what i'm, I'm gonna get into the jedi mode and mm -hmm. and also i've seen i've seen the benefits i've seen the benefits of doing this also not you know every day out of the week just kind of like maybe once a week like i'm deciding every tuesday i'm gonna get into the session and drink with a few people and usually it'll be like a third or a fourth of a cup because i know once i pass my threshold like i'm just i'm jittery and i'm, I'm not in as much control in my situation you know i wonder if that's the way to do it treat maybe treat coffee like microdosing you know it's not like you're gonna microdose lsd every day but maybe you do it like once or twice a week i think at the most i was doing it twice a week um mm -hmm. maybe you have like one day on, on tuesday or something you have a little third cup of coffee or half a cup of coffee and on because that's the thing when you haven't had it in a long time a little bit goes a long way and that's the same with kind of everything, right? I mean, that's the same with uh, cannabis. That's the mm -hmm. same with meat to an extent. It depends, of course, on on what one wants to achieve. But um, I think most people, most most things that we do, especially in Western society, um, kind of every day, which is whether it's eating meat, drinking coffee, for a lot of people, uh, you know, consume cannabis in some shape or form, um, social media, you know, and I can go on and on, right? Um, they, they have their place, but I think, you know, the, the, the real benefits come when it's, it's been done once in a, you know, taking them out usually no, no more than a week. Um, and most of us, I mean, including myself, um, don't have yet the discipline once we get into it to, to do it in that, in that, uh, in that frequency, and also, if we do have the discipline, a lot of times our mind is busy looking for for that, you know, once we do it. So for me, for example, let's say, you know, using cannabis or something, once once I open that can of worms, perhaps I can have the discipline, but now my mind during the day can be busy looking for that substance it got so much benefit from, and now I'm not I'm not being as focused on on the present moment or the things that I want to do because there's that that urge of the leftovers in the body that say, Hey, give me more of that. You know, and sugars, sugar, of course, is, is the same exact thing. Huh? That's, this is kind of a half-baked idea, but even sometimes when you make things a little bit harder to reach, you may not 
Okay, so but another example of like an addictive thing is social media. I haven't had social media for years, but I recently got on Twitter because of real estate Twitter. There's like a bunch of really, really great community on Retweet. Um, but I didn't want to have it on my phone. So I had it on my phone for a little while and I was like, oh, I'm looking at real estate Twitter a lot for whatever reason. When there was, you know, I'm like sitting there waiting for something or whatever it is. But then I said, okay, this is not a good habit. I'm going to just use it. I'm going to delete the app and just use it on, um, on desktop, on my computer. And the thing I noticed is, is when I'm on my computer, I'm usually not just like fucking off. You know, I'm usually doing something that's important that I need to get done. It's like, this is kind of where I work. So Mm -hmm. I would never go on Twitter. I would just never go on Twitter anymore. So I actually just re-downloaded the app onto my phone because I said, oh, the only time I'm going to use it is when I have time to waste time. And that's not when I'm on my computer. So it actually like went full circle. It actually makes more sense. If I'm going to engage with Twitter, which I think there is some value for me spending, you know, 30 or an hour a week on it. um, I guess I got to do it on my phone. The only one that's held true is Telegram. But that's because I also talk to you a lot on Telegram. They have like a really nice, you know, there's a desktop app where I don't think Twitter has a desktop app, do they? Um, I'm not aware. I just use it in the browser, but, um, yeah. same. Yeah. I don't think they have an app. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, it makes it a little, I wonder if there's like that same kind of thing with coffee hmm. where if I made it harder to get at the end of the day, it's also like, just if it's not, here's how I knew something was wrong with it. You would give me shit for it. Or you would not even give me shit for it. You'd just be like, oh, you're having a having a cup of coffee in this like sly little way. Like, oh, you need something to uh, bring you up, huh? And I felt a little guilty about it. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, if this is totally pure, if I know this is a, a net positive, why am I feeling guilty about this? Why am I like a little bit ashamed that I'm using coffee? There's like, it, it seems like a little bit of a crutch and maybe it's ego or who knows. But um, I felt like, oh, maybe it, 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 for some reason it, get, it rubbed me the wrong way. And I said, all right, I'm going to do 100 days without it. That's cool. That's awesome. So, well, it, this all to say all of this stuff with coffee is because you've given me sort of a suggestion around a replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know me, I love a good supplement or some kind of, uh, yeah, I just ordered mud water. Um, I'm going to try that. I've been trying the, I, most of it's the ritual, right? If I can like wake up, stay in my little routine and then make some warm mug of beverage that has like a little bit of fat and some adaptogens and some medicinal mushrooms and, you know, all kinds of things in it where I think, Oh, this is, you know, I'll placebo my, my brain as, as much as like the actual benefit. But, um, what's, what was your, uh, run through your, your recommendation for the replacement beverage of coffee? Um, from what I've read from uh, Ronnie Landis, which is also in, con- in conjunction with what I've been doing lately, is um, cacao. Cacao kind of is the main ingredient. Um, of course, uh, also based on your recommendation, I was doing green juice, specifically Organifi Green, uh, which is also, I mean, for me, it's a great boost. It's always have been. Um, I also like starting the day a bunch of times with green juice. Sometimes it's not even like no water concoction. Uh, involved just like uh, usually NAD and then straight into uh, green juice sip it super slow there's wheatgrass adaptogens you know um, forget what they're greens but it helps with digestion and just energy and kind of gives me a nice little boost 
Um, lately, though, I've been doing the water concoction, let's say, for the past week, 10 days. And then I make um, – so I take my daughter to school. I come back and I make – you know, and I, once again, it comes comes back to like a hot drink. Also, my, my throat has been hurting a little bit. I think it's from, from pollen and such. And um, so wild cacao, um, let's see, cordyceps, turkey tail. That's what I have on 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 hand right now. I don't have lion's mane. I would add lion's mane as well. I take some shilajit, and today I added some beautiful, very blue, beautiful blue spirulina to it, just for for you know extra superfood and for the collar, right? So just like the experience itself. Wait, so and the what cacao is not super. I'm imagining this to be like a dark brown beverage. It's not then. It's it's not a dark brown. It's it's kind of like a I would say even like a lighter brown, especially with you know the the mushrooms that I'm adding to it are are lighter in color. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm using I'm using actually um, I'm using like oat milk or almond milk. I'm not just using water, you know, for for flavor. So I'm not I'm not you know I'm not totally but, fasting or really fasting until um, noon when I eat. Usually around noon is when I eat something, uh, but I'm drinking something that you know, let's say, takes me out of uh, that state of. Yeah, it's not ketosis, of course, but you know, I'm I'm getting some sugars in my system. Let's put it this way, or some some carbs that um, move digestion. I've seen I've seen good benefits from it. Um, it feels good. I usually also um, take my dog and tie her into the thirty foot leash that is uh, screwed into the ground. And just find uh, like a, there's a place of sunlight in my property. And I'm standing there in the you know in the sun, excited to start a new day. I got a beautiful new mug too from um, uh, a friend of mine. His girlfriend made it. Um, so it's it's kind of you know it's the ritual. It's the it's a hot drink. It's a bunch of nutrients. It's a bunch of minerals. A bunch of um, you know antioxidants. Uh, Gakao of course has a lot of antioxidants. It gives you. It gives some sort of a boost. So, so far, um, not that I've had coffee, right? So I, I, I can't compare, um, especially not lately. But it's it's a nice it's a nice ritual. It's a nice it's a nice drink to to have something going on in the in the system and have the ritual. I'm also noticing more and more people that I talk to because it's like I forget the there's some some law one of those like you know, named laws that like, you know, when you buy a red car, you always are like a, a red Tesla, mm-hmm. you see red Teslas. Mm-hmm. The past five days, I'm obviously talking a lot about how I'm not drinking coffee and more and more people tell me, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't drink coffee. And these are like, you know, seemingly high functioning business professionals, like, you know, people that you would think drink coffee, um, but mm-hmm. they don't. And a lot of them have been off it for some time. And I think there's probably this like, sort of chart that would be, you know, you're on coffee, you're super high performing, you're off of it. You probably see like a dip because you're missing it. But then you come Mm -hmm. back up to this like baseline of maybe being, I don't know, like an eight out of 10 or something versus being a 10 out of 10 and then a three out of 10. Does that, (laughs) does that sound right? Uh, I mean, it would make sense. I mean, I would assume that yeah, I mean, from from what I understand, you know, some withdrawals effects. I remember when my wife got off coffee and she had she had quite a rough week. Was um, she a coffee think, person? I mean, she was having just morning coffee. She wasn't having more than morning coffee. Um, you know, I know a lot of people have multiple coffees during the day, but um, I think 
you know, and it may, I mean, maybe also it affects women more than it affects men hormonally. I mean, who, who mm. knows? Um, what I think happens to people that are drinking a bunch of coffee, get off it, you know, and then find it, their, their balance line. I think their sleep, um, their motivation, you know, goes down immediately. Then they're, they're fine. They're refining uh, a circadian rhythm that is more in tune with their body and perhaps the sun and moon and, you know, just the, the earth. And then I think once they are on, on more natural circadian rhythm and they're not getting the stimulants or they're not in as much fight or flight, they're not having the withdrawal effects anymore, their, their, hormones, their hormones are getting into balance, their circadian rhythm is getting into balance, eventually they come into a much more uh, sustained, you know, calm energy to get stuff done. So they're also, I think their mood is more stable. I mean, but that's, you know, that's on based on, on little experience and some, um, and reading, right. So resources from, um, research. So, and I mean, I guess it's not all about getting shit done too. I mean, that's what I think of coffee. It's like, Oh, I got to hammer through and, and call on these, 10 deals or whatever it is. I'm like, Oh, okay. I got to like, you know, get ramped up and go do it. One I've noticed I can still do the same things. I think it's important to have systems in place when you, if you're going to get off, because then you can kind of plug and play. Like if I had to reinvent the wheel and being, you know, not feeling that morning, like buzz from coffee, it might be a little more challenging. Like now I just kind of show up. I know what I have to do to feel like I've won the the work day and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and like I said, the other side of it is I don't think everything has to feel super productive. Like maybe around 11 or 12 or, you know, one, usually early afternoon, I'll take the dog on a long, uh, a long hike through the woods. And I, I don't necessarily need to feel super amped up or energetic for that. It's probably nice to just, you know, have the sun on me, feel a little more relaxed, kind of tune out a little bit. I just finished doing some stuff on the computer. Um, and maybe I don't need those like after effects of caffeine. So it, I don't know, maybe your highs aren't as high, but your lows aren't as low. And mm-hmm. overall, it's probably better to be operating at some level of equilibrium and be able to like rise enough to do your work or calm yourself enough, like have it to be more in your control versus, you know, relying on a stimulant to to do that. And I, I also think, I mean, it's a pretty good way to vet how much you care about your work. <laughs> hmm. If you need coffee to show up to do your job every day and you need something to really light a fire under your ass, maybe you're doing the wrong thing. Hmm. Um, you know, that's how like, and you know, this with my line of work, like I, I'm just genuinely interested in it and I would be looking at it all day and I, I do check it all, all day anyway. Um, cause I'm, I'm just, I, I like it, but, uh, yeah, I think that might be why I don't need coffee to do it. Cause I do it at, you know, I have to stop myself from doing it when Kelsey and I are chilling out in the evening. I'll be like, you know, I got to put my phone away. Otherwise I'm going to be looking at the, looking at the real estate market or looking at what, what new deals coming online where or something like that. So mm-hmm. probably a good tool um, for that as well. Yeah, it's what, what you're bringing up you know, brings to mind that, you know, it's coffee is being used as a form of energy, right? So, so people use it to get energy to do X, Y, Z, right? And let's say that it's just focus on work. So energy to do work, uh, let's call it um, income generating work for most people, which is, you know, very important to a lot of us. I mean, food, shelter, and a lot of other experiences, health and such. 
and as, as you're mentioning this, right, you get energy by, by interacting and by doing something else. And it can be from a conversation we're having right now. Um, you know, energy can come from so many, so many forms of ways, right? So from meditation, from workouts, um, from, from working in, working out, um, it, there's, a, there's kind of endless ways to gain energy. I mean, there's, there's ways, you know, kind of the main ways we look at it, but I think what it comes down to is perhaps um, there's a good amount of people that are not, that are getting drained, right? And we, we both got drained before from all the diff- different types of work we were doing. So the work itself is draining and to balance it out because one doesn't want to do this type of work, they're, they're hyping up another form of energy so they can find balance to actually do the work that is draining them, you know, and, and get it done for the sake of generating income. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. They're almost like propped up. And I mean, some people, I, I don't want to, you know, be too judgmental because maybe some people are in a situation where they have to work this job, they can't leave it. And they, you know, they need the coffee to keep them alive to just keep showing up because people are relying on them and whatever. You don't know everyone's situation. I think for the vast majority of at least my community, it's, People, yeah, showing up to a job they're not that excited about, but they probably make, you know, pretty good money. They're over in the Bay Area or something. And they just, you know, they like the the money that it provides. And so they're like, hey, I'm going to dose myself up on this shit every day just so I can get through it and, and keep getting that keep getting that paycheck. Um, which, I mean, I guess I can't knock that either. I, I, you know, I try not to be too judgmental with this, but it, it is like it's a good indicator. I'd be like, if you want to find out if you love your work, do it for a month without coffee. And if you can still drag your ass there and show up, you probably like what you do. And if not, maybe it's a, it's a good indicator to reassess. Yeah, I think, I think that's good exercise. And I, I do want to say that I think there's a good amount of people that are that are going to work, you know, because perhaps they have, uh, you know, some sort of a health condition. And, you know, now we have a lot of people with some sort of health conditions or, you know, the uncertainty of not having health insurance. Right. So there's, there's that too. Um, so I think for a lot of people, you know, that may also want to change line of work, um, that the comfort beyond of the lifestyle and how they say are going to be portrayed in society or their ability to go and, and hang out with the people that they love over the weekends for golf, drinks, etc., vacations. Um, there's, there's that part, you know, we, we know, I know that a lot of people don't talk about these things, but you know, I mean, in, in my line of work now that I'm more involved in, in health and, you know, I work with people one-on-one groups and et cetera. And I, and I get to hear what, what they're going through. And sometimes it's not even them themselves, but it's their spouse that is on the same, uh, health insurance. Right. So yep. fortunately, unfortunately that there's that piece as well. And, um, by no means, you know, I think both of us are encouraging anybody to, to go and leave their job if after a month of no coffee, they, they feel uh, like there's no alignment, you know, and lack of energy. It's the really, you know, transition is something that needs to be done in, in any, you know, in any instance needs to be done in a, in a thoughtful way. Um, so, so not to, you know, uh, put oneself in danger uh, health wise, you know, Shelter-wise, food-wise, etc. Emotionally, yeah. and also emotionally uh, as well. You know, emotional health is very, very uh, can be very fragile. And um, 
Anyway, so that's that's that about caffeine. And, you know, uh, I was talking to our friend Mary, Mary McQuaid from uh, Climbing to Wellness. And um, I sent her the article that you sent me from uh, Carnivore MD about coffee. And, you know, she, she likes her, uh, is it matcha? She takes her matcha, but she was doing the same thing. Like when we were together in Austin, she was like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to get coffee. But like, it was almost like she said it in a way like she was going to go shoot up out, outside or something. It was <laughs> like, she's like, oh, you know, I, I kind of want to get coffee, feeling super guilty about it, where most people would be like, mm-hmm. I want to get coffee. Uh, but right. you could tell there was like a little bit of guilt. And I, that really resonated with me because I felt particularly around you because I'm like, all right. Yoni's going to be talking shit if I go get a coffee, which I only did one day while we were there. <laughs> that that um, I want to segue to another thing that, that came up um, yesterday with one of my friends here. Um, you know, I'm about to host a, a men's retreat in July, and um, I, have a, I have a local friend, you know, kind of a new friend, uh, as I've been to Georgia only for, for a few years, and I know this guy for probably, I don't know, six months or so. And he's interested in coming to a men's retreat, but he had an experience that had, has to do with part of the activities that we do at the men's retreat that, that was unpleasant, let's say, 10 years ago. And he showed, you know, he showed a lot of interest, he's kind of in, and today he texted me this morning and said, you know, I think I'm going to sit this one out. I'm, I'm not comfortable doing doing this, right? And I did tell him and, you know, and a bunch of other people, that, you know, one, of course, at these retreats, there's nobody is... is push to do anything right it's, it's about a holistic experience of of uh, establishing a routine you know learning all kinds of lifestyle um practices and and you know bringing brotherhood and, and a bunch of other things right but what was interesting to me in a similar note to how you and mary were feeling about caffeine um is that it pointed out again that there's um there are two, I think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of perhaps uh, generalizing, but there are two ways to operate in the world. And we talked about it as many times. There's operating out of fear and there's operating out of love, right? And I'm generalizing. But if, you know, make decision-making out of fear, like I'm not going to do X because I'm fearful that Y is going to happen, I think it's um, is, is a, I don't know what word I'm going to use, but let's, I'm going to use this one now. Not, not my favorite, but, it, but it's a weak way of operating, right? It's it's not, it does not have much power, right? And that's why I use weak. And, and it's a much more powerful way to, to operate out of love and say, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this because, um, you know, this is how I feel and, and this is going to benefit me in this way. So um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm circulating to to this decision-making made out of fear um, and sometimes lack of decision-making made out, made, made out of fear, you know, lack of action or action out of fear. And something that I, you know, it's it's illuminating to me. Um, I don't know how much I, I do this in my life. I think with, you know, more awareness that I've been gaining over the years, uh, it's rare that I operate out of fear. Um, there, There's, of course, resistance to some things I've resistance to some things in my life and experiences. Um, I remember, I remember the, the, the resistance that I've had when we were in Peru in 2018 and they were doing rape, which is shamanic tobacco, tobacco. Uh, and I have, I have some resistance to tobacco. Uh, I was never a tobacco smoker. I was surrounded by tobacco smokers, um, in my homeland, you know, everywhere. I mean, we're talking about restaurants, bars, and just, I have, I have a, a negative association with, with tobacco and, 
the, the effects that it has on a lot of people. So, and you know, had to snort thing. like liquid tobacco a few days prior, so it makes yeah. it makes Which, sense. Yeah, and you know, it's, it was an uncomfortable experience. Uh, of course, I I I, I, I um. I recognize the benefits of um, um. Hold on, here you are. Uh, so, so I want to say I recognize the benefits of tobacco, and I recognize the benefits of, of a lot of things. I'm um, just gonna give an example of th- a thing that I have a resistance for. But yeah, I mean, it's. I just find it unfortunate when uh, fear takes over decision making, and of course, as we talked about guilt, shame, uh, fear. I mean, all, all these lower vibration. Uh, forms that we have of, of consciousness in this life so lower vibration is a good a good word to use or a good phrase to use instead of weak yeah that's thank you i was looking for one. it and then when you said lower vibration that 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 reminded me and that you know i'm using lower vibration because it relates to the map of consciousness that i often talk about map of consciousness created by dr david hawkins also known the real doc you know you call me doc but this is the doc um, oh, that's and, why I have um, that book. You must have recommended that. I, I have like mm-hmm. 15 books on the shelf because I have all the thousand other ones that we haven't unpacked yet, but that's nice. a little yeah, there. So and I was wondering where that came from, but that must have been you. That is one of my favorite books. Also, my wife truly enjoyed it. I mean, the, the amount of gems in there are uh, like no other book, to be honest. Um, and, and, you know, for people who are listening right now and wondering what's the map of consciousness, you don't have to read the whole book. You can just search online for map of consciousness and you will see and you find like a, a visual of uh, a scale of consciousness states uh, going from lower vibrations to the highest vibration, um, you know, from from I think I think shame or guilt is, is the lowest one. And then the highest vibration is uh, you know, some, some super high form of enlightenment. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a yeah, really, it is enlightenment. Is it, yeah. Cause there are, I think, yeah, there, there's like love and joy and the, perhaps there are, there are a few, a few levels of enlightenment in there, which, you know, um, it's fascinating on its own. Wow. Um, you know, it's really crazy. Once they go from, they switch, I'm looking at it right now. Once they switch from being almost like negative to positive, mm-hmm. right below neutral is courage where you would think courage would be on the positive side. I mean, courage is one below yeah. neutrality. Yes. That's interesting. And courage is, is, is David Hawkins um, say that's the level of, um, in, that's the level that separates from the lower and higher, right? So it takes courage um, to get out of the lower vibrations into the higher vibrations. Um, I think when, what, what's interesting about neutrality is then, you know, let's say that somebody who's neutral, you know, it's kind of like, there is no good and bad. I am not, you know, I'm not mad. I'm not perhaps joyful. I'm kind of like, you know, it is what it is. Um, but it takes, it takes courage to get over anger. It takes courage to, to find empathy, um, it takes courage to find compassion and it takes courage to, to, as, as you were talking about shame and guilt, to kind of look at it in the face and say like, am I, am I feeling guilty? Am I feeling shameful about what and why, you know? So it's interesting. I think it's called the level of integrity, uh, level 200 on the logarithmic scale of the map of consciousness out of a thousand. So it's from one to 1000. It's, it's an interesting scale. Um, and also as, as David Hawkins mentions there, I'll briefly mention this, there 
is no <laughs> good level to be in. It's not that level 1000 of enlightenment is better than level 20 of, of shame or guilt. Bullshit. I'm not it's, buying it. Well, well, you know, it's it's a sub, you know you can say subjectively you enjoy being you enjoy being more in, in love and joy and enlightenment uh, than, than you enjoy this, but they all serve a purpose and they all serve a purpose in this experience on on Earth in this you know three D in this third dimension, and they all have a purpose and they all have a beauty in them. You know, so there's a benefit to experiencing the whole gamut uh, of, of life. You know, um, I. I Personally, you know, and you personally, I don't enjoy being in shame, guilt, apathy, anger. You know, I do enjoy much more being in love, joy, bliss, enlightenment. Um, you know, having having a voice of reason w- within me. Um, but once again, it's it's to say that there is no, you know, however one feels, you know, it's there's there's a level of um, respect and grace to every state you know and it's, it's about the experience we're here in these in these bodies on this earth to experience life for the sake of, for the sake of experience I, t- I talk about it often you know that's that's the whole beauty of it is being able to feel you know it's, we have the, our emotions our energy emotions um and then we have our senses to feel those those states because Beyond the, beyond these dimensions, when we don't, where where bodies are not involved in the energy, in the energy, they're still, um, of course, have have some sort of, of life, right? They they don't get to experience that, and that's that's why a lot of times, and you know, a lot of the stories are, you know, the, the descending, you know, we were descended or fallen angels and such, coming from a higher vibration into a lower vibration for the sake of experience. Because once once you're in a in a in a utopia, once you're only in a higher vibration, you're kind of not really doing as much. You know, it's kind of the same, right? So to spice it up, um, we we you know we fight one another, we get into arguments, we you know we do uh, subjectively, and we get into suffering. You know, we do subjectively bad things to one another. It's for the sake of experience. So then we can have the other side right so the the light comes the light is being felt and appreciated when there's a shadow right so mm. it's 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 always about the yin and yang you know when it's when it's a home when it's unity when it's union um singularity it's it, it just is right and there's kind of the nothing right and the, the is and the everything is also the nothingness it's the as joe dispenza calls it you know the blackness yeah. Um, and it's a lot of, uh, sages and yogis say the void, you know, there's, there's nothing there. It's just nothing. So out of nothing comes something. Hmm. I hadn't thought of it that way, actually, even though I've heard this from you a thousand times, but, and Joe does call it the void too, I think in some of his meditations. For sure. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a common, it's a common, um, term to, to explain that, um, kind of place although not a physical place but a, a vibrational place huh. ah well well one other thing i want to ask you about you just bought a you just placed a healthy order of, uh, of new supplements and you're not a big supplement guy these days i mean what do you take right now i know you take nad um you take the bio bio optimizers probiotic mm-hmm. pmo3 yeah, you take um, vitamin D. No, I do not take vitamin D. I mean, I take I get oh. vitamin D from the full spectrum of of the beautiful thing that I that I worship called the sun. 
uh, especially in these months. And and when I don't in the the, the months that there is less sun, look at the lamps. sunshine. I use the yes the the Sperity, um, the Sperity vitamin D lamp, and I get a few minutes um, you know every other day. Uh, I do, you know, it's interesting because with the supplementation, you know, I, I was taking a bunch of supplements and then, you know, kind of based on recommendations uh, back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about omegas, um, vitamin D, zinc, magnesium, uh, which are all are, are fantastic. Um, and then I was doing kind of nothing. I'm like, well, I'm just going to get all of it from food and, you know, hydration and, and the earth. And then I came to a realization that based on the lifestyle that I'm living, um, you know, a Perhaps I don't have access, or you know, the time, or I'm making the time, and or the re- or using the resources to get the the full gamut of the way I want to feel and and age, right? The, the pace that I want to age and, and feel in my body. So now I I mean I do take a slew a slew of supplements. I was talking about the, the mushrooms, for example. It's a supplement. At the same time, it's it's food, right? So it's yeah, yeah. I also have a, a deeper understanding of what supplements mean and, and a deeper appreciation for where they come from, how they're being you know made, and, and I choose them very carefully. But I take um, wait, NAD. so you're just saying no, no synthetic. You're not really taking synthetic supplements. Most of them are kind of like a whole foods based. I mean, I would say most of them are. You know, um, most of them. I, I don't really know. For example, the first thing that I take in the morning, I don't know how to make yet uh, or, or remember how to make the NAD that I get from uh, the one you recommended us. Uh, Quicksilver scientific. Quicksilver scientific, yeah. I got a recommendation when I did my Viome um, test kit. You know, Viome, I think it's Viome.com. They do a blood and still work. And I got a recommendation to take NAD. And I've heard, um, what's the Sinclair guy? David um, Sinclair. David Sinclair and Joe Rogan um, talk about NAD and its anti-aging benefits. So I take NAD in the morning. Um, I usually have a, a water concoction after, which has, you know, Episode of vinegar, lemon, honey, uh, pinch of salt. Now I do the real salt, kind of change between real salt to Celtic salt. Um, and I'm looking into more salts now. I'm looking into bamboo salt most recently as I'm reading um, this fantastic book in here called Dancing with Water by MJ Pingman and Melanie Evans. Uh, MJ Pingman is uh, known as like the, the water person. Um does Anyways, element uh, does element cover because element is essentially salt. Yeah, element element's fantastic for I mean, you know, if, if I'm gonna have element, which when I open a pack of element, I have kind of like a I would say like one seventh uh or one fifth at most of that. It's a lot of salt for me because I get, you know, a bunch of other minerals from the structure water that I make and such. Um but you know, even some if thinking about the water that I have, right? The water that I have already has Ocean, you know, ocean minerals, trace minerals coming from uh, water and wellness or ocean blue. Um, I mean, all of these things are kind of supplementation, right? They're not they're not just like I turn on the water, especially not the tap water. I live on a spring and I just get spring water from a spring. Um, I do take quercetin. I take CoQ10 and BioPQQ. Um, I take shilajit. Oh, I take the PMO3. Um Pre and probiotics, um, vitamin C from uh, liposomal vitamin C from Symbiotica. I take magnesium at night, either in a spray form from Yum Naturals Emporium or from uh, MegaSRT, which is time release. Um, I take more more things than that. I'm not sure. I think that that might be it at the moment. But um, you just but added then, in, yeah. So now, now you know, 
and okay, so now we're talking about the whole foods, right? We've been talking about eating nose to tail. We've been talking about um, hunting. You went on a few hunting trips. I'm yet to go on a hunting trip uh, for all kinds of reasons. I do have a beautiful, fantastic freezer uh, behind me, 21 cubic feet upright freezer. I have a lot of meat in there from farmers that I truly um, appreciate and am happy to get my meat from. And one of them, thanks to your recommendation, is Force of Nature, which already put um, in their in their meat grinds, um, what do they put? They put liver, gizzards, hearts, all kinds of, of organ meat. You know, we're talking about nose to tail. It's not that easy to get nose to tail. And a lot of times it's, you know, where our palate is not used to it. We don't have the know-how on how to cook those things. So I placed an order with ancestral, ancestral supplements based on a recommendation from uh, my dear friend, David Green. And I think you might have told me about this a long time ago. Um, but but Paul Saladino also has a, a line. I think it's called Hard to Soil. And long story mm-hmm. short, you know, I'm getting I'm getting supplements that are that are mostly beef organs, you know, and we're talking about what's in their spleen, kidney, um, blood, bones, brains. Um, I'm gonna give this a try. They're they're on the way and I'm gonna see if are they make the any testicles? difference. They they ran out of testicles, and and uh, and, and David was telling me um, you got you got to get the testicles, right? Yeah, I will get the testicles. I mean, fortunately for me, you know, um, this area is 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 has been working very well. What I'm focused on, and why why I placed the order is that, um, you know, I still work with my rib injury that is going on on two years and three months now. It happened in February 20, um, 2020. It's moving, but I'd like to to help my joints, um, in the ligaments, you know, recover and 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 get into better shape here to to fully recover from from this injury um, that has been you know that has been a blessing, but also b- bothering me. So. That is the main reasons, main reason why I placed the order. I also figured I may as well just try the the brains, and I'm gonna, uh, you know, let my wife experiment with um, some of these supplements and see how it how it helps her with energy, mood, and and you know all kinds of health benefits. So, yeah, I, I took the ancestral supplements for a while, and then Paul Saladino came out with his, and I just switched to his just to try it. Um, and then I actually am on subscription. So that's why I've been continually taking them. And Kelsey takes, I probably only take them two or three days a week, um, mm-hmm. which was not by design. It's just because I would sometimes forget to take them. And, but she takes them every day and, you know, that's, she, she wouldn't want to eat organs anyway. So it's, I think that's a good thing. But uh, actually David had mentioned something that he heard from someone else when we were in Austin. He said, you don't need to take the organs every day. Because mm-hmm. you'd only have a kill maybe like every few days, once a week, something like that. So you'd only be spending maybe two, three days a week at most eating organs where you'd eat those first. And then you could, you know, live on muscle meats for the remaining four or five days. And then you'd go back to hunting. So mm-hmm. I actually think, you know, it was uh, more of a feature than a bug of my uh you know, forgetfulness in terms of taking those, those supplements, but I, I really like them. I like the idea of it. I think it's pretty spot on and it's definitely something that we're missing, especially from a micronutrient standpoint, our vegetables are depleted, even the best organic, you know, 
five dollar mm-hmm. a bunch Whole Foods kale that you buy is still going to be um, pretty depleted and only have what, what was the numbers on that that you said uh, depletion wise? Did you say it's like ten percent or something? I think it's 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 ten percent or less compared to a hundred years ago for the average fr- fruit and vegetables that we have uh, available, or, organic or non-organic. So. Yeah, it's crazy because the soil used to be this thing that provided like the the nutrition mm-hmm. for a plant, and now it's just basically like a medium. It just sits there and holds the plant upright, and we come through with these you know tanks of blue liquid and put our nitrogen and your NPK mm-hmm. fertilizers all over it, and that's it's it's really a weird weird system where a plant used to sit there, it used to get rained on and pull all the you know nutrients from the soil. Some of it would get eaten, it would fall down, return to the soil. And those nutrients mm-hmm. would be back. It was like this really great system. But now we essentially pull the plant out and ship it to, you know, God knows where every, uh, every harvest. So we've been slowly removing all those nutrients from the soil. So we had to start adding them back in, in the form of a synthetic fertilizer. And the soil is just becoming more and more dead, stripped of its nutrition. We have to keep adding more and more of it in. But yeah, I, I do think you're going to have to kind of play outside of the, uh, outside of the lines and find you know, micronutrients, especially from other sources. I think I take Quinton every day. You take Quinton still? Uh, I've been taking Quinton the past few days, but I take it less. So, cause I have very similar, if not the same minerals in the water that I drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to over mineralize, you know, and I take, yeah. I take a good amount of minerals, minerals. And I, I notice if I over mineralize, I, I get a little achy. Really? Yeah. There's, there's, you know, that imbalance too. Um, I remember that, I, uh, you know, our, our, Teacher at the time, Arcadi in, in San Francisco told us to watch out for it, which is why he was drinking only reverse osmosis water. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not a fan of doing just that, and he's much more dialed in than I am with his nutrition. So um I drink I drink mineralized water, right? Um but yeah, I, I do want to Johnny Johnny but, used to say that too to get to get your hair minerals. Like you can mm-hmm. send in like the hair mineral test. And I just saw someone else told me or someone maybe emailed me or something about that. But I think that's probably a good thing. I never, I bet you I'm mineralized to the nines. I've got <laughs> a lot of minerals going on over here. I mean, we're drinking exclusively spring water from Opal Springs, which is, uh, you know, up, up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and it's like insane tested, you know, very high quality water plus Quinton every day, Ion Biome element mm-hmm. yeah oh man maybe that's why my joints are a little achy well if you find the test um and it's a reasonable uh price please send it send it my way and i'll, I'll get tested too okay um i I'll do want to touch on on the on the meat supplements specifically about the organs that um i will actually touch on that before that as we were talking about the soil also we had animals right walking on those grounds and, and dropping their manure we had all kinds of bugs, you know, so now it's a sterile environment, you know, beyond uh, we're injecting the plants. The plants are not even falling, you know, and different plants are not falling to the ground. There's also no manure, right? So we talk about regenerative agriculture a lot. Um, when it comes to the to the meat supplements, what's interesting, and I was looking at that, is that David said, um, in terms of what he's taking, a lot of the, the supplements have a good amount of, of liver in them. So kind of not to take... You know, not to uh, be, let's say, wasteful of taking too much liver in terms of, uh, you know, there's a lot of liver with um, the lung one and the thyroid one and, you know, et cetera. But also what I looked at and I talked to our, to our friend uh, Mike, the one that I 
collaborate on the retreats with is that um, the amounts of liver, the amounts of, and the supplements, you know, for the for the full, full dose, and I think it's six pills, it's, it's not a lot, right? So if you were actually to hunt, and it depends how many people are hunting and you get liver, I would assume that you're eating more liver at one sitting, right? Because otherwise it would spoil back in the day. Um, then you would, when you take, let's say one day of a full dose of, of liver uh, and beef organs from one of the supplement companies. So it's interesting to, you know, either, either try to mimic that, uh, if somebody is fasting, uh, not really eating much in between and to take more than six, right. Take more than recommended dose. Uh, I wonder how that adds up, you know, and some research would be necessary. And also, of course, for the people that are tuned in with their body, uh, would be interesting to just experiment with, which I think is the best way always. Yeah, that's a good point. And further on that, I never take exactly, it's very rare that I count out six capsules. I usually just open the bottle and dump them into my hand. And sometimes I'll get five and sometimes I'll get like 12. And I figure, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, uh, I got a kill today. I'm taking 15 of these things, two mouthfuls. I'm good to go. Well, since you take a good amount of supplements, but we're, we're coming to about an hour in here. Next time when we, uh, when we get live, we'll go over the supplements that you take. I think it's going to be at least 10 minutes. Uh, we'll have to do a part two, part three, part four. Yeah. It might, it might be a few podcasts <laughs> talking about your supplementation, supplementation routine and um, also the way you take them and we'll, talk, we'll dive into that. So yeah, we're just about to hit one hour in here. Um, you know, we haven't talked about this, this new type of podcast much, but um, these podcasts will mostly be um, the two of us chatting about life, about health, about um, whatever, whatever we're interested at the moment. And, uh, perhaps we'll bring in a guest or more than one guest every once in a while, but um, we'll, we'll let you let you listeners know that it for now. It's just Matt and Yoni back on the mic, chit chatting. Um, yeah, and I think it'll be you know it'll be nice to to bring in some other folks every now and then. And you know, we originally had said when we originally launched the podcast the first time, it was, hey, we're going to do everything in person, and that was, you know, kind of a strict rule, but in the last couple of years, almost every podcast has gone remote and there's, you know, great tools to do it digitally. So we figured why not? It's, it's a lot of, you know, we don't have to get on flights and fly around the country every time we want to interview someone. So, um, I think it'll be good. And yeah, like Yoni said, we'll just be talking about whatever, whatever we're into at the time. We're always having these conversations at least an hour a day anyway, uh, you know, around this time. So we figured, Hey, let's, uh, let's record them and share them. Yep. And uh, not to say that we don't value in-person conversations as much as we value them then. Uh, We figured, you know, for for the way we live our lives and um, we're in different, we're quite far physically from one another. We have families, uh, we have a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, We may as well just use the the tools that we have um, to do these conversations online and share them with you. So... Uh, we'll definitely do some some in person in the future too, but for now we're going to focus on these online conversations. Beautiful, right on, Doc. Well, we're at uh, yeah, right at right in an hour here. We want to uh, wrap this up. I'll get I'll get back to work. I'll let you. I know you got a bunch of stuff going on over there today. Um, Let's wrap it up, baby. Uh, I will mention I'm about to launch my website yonihavana.com uh, coming up soon. Uh, if anybody is intrigued by my men's retreats, those are called men of integrity retreats. You can find more information on Michael Tierno guide.com. That's Michael 
T-I-E-R-N-O guide, G-U-I-D-E.com. So michaeltiernoguide.com. Go look for Men of Integrity Retreats. And thank you. See you next week. See you next week. Thanks. Peace.